0: My spirit I was You are a from the gods. Walk with me. All right you're listening to Wait You were Mormon with Devin Brown. I'm your host, Devin Brown and for episode 20 we've got the very lovely Kyle Warren. He's an actor who you may recognize as the senior companion in the film Killer Missionaries. So we, of course, talk a bit about that. But he also opens up about growing up Mormon in Canada, his mission to Seattle, Washington, and much, much more. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out www.waityourmormon.com for access to previous episodes as well as all of my social links. And while you're there, why not share a favorite episode with a family member or friend. They might appreciate it, and I certainly would. That's enough of me, enjoy the episode. So just kinda jumping into it, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little about yourself. Certainly,
1: My name is Kyle Warren. I am from Canada, beautiful Canada. And I have been a member of the church my entire life. Hmm. Uh, I was, my family's I was born in a very remote community in the Northwest Territory. So as North as you can imagine, a hundred kilometers north of the Arctic circle. So growing up, we were the only Mormons, of course. Uh, but then a, we moved to a small town in Ontario and I was, I'll tell you, it's very different to be a member of the church in a small town in Canada, where there's very few members as opposed to Utah or whatever, mm. went on a mission to Seattle, made a movie about, um, Mormons called killer missionaries that I'll be plugging constantly throughout this thing please <laughs> um and that's how I know devin uh he saw the movie and he loved it so much he had to speak to me that's exactly what i said on facebook and it worked out <laughs> but because i've been in canada and i was not around non members a lot i had a very clear uh idea of what not being a member of the church was like and I, I for me i found the closer i got to utah and the brethren and apostles mm-hmm. the more i realized i don't know if this is <laughs> what yeah. they say mm-hmm. it is you know i'd meet general authority on my mission and be like wait a second this guy seems more like a car salesman than a guy who talks to jesus <laughs> mm-hmm. um so i always loved being around the, the mormons though all my best friends are still ex-mormons or mormons oh, yeah. there's something about it that breeds good people i don't know um but, but yeah did that cover it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and then uh speaking of killer missionaries like we can definitely talk about that freely oh this man. will this will go out a week after will and i'll have posted the link so
1: if they haven't i'd like to it, apologize for the listeners hopefully you still have listeners after the talking about will will right I now it will, we'll oh, say yeah, a sharp yeah, yeah. A beautiful man. His nickname in the LGBTQ community in Vancouver is BD Will, meaning BD Big will. Big Will. Oh. Just between you and I. Oh, does his wife know that? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> no, because
1: that's his nickname. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> the story is, I don't know how we got here so fast. Uh, there's another guy with a big wiener, and Will, everyone knew, had a big wiener, so we would bet who had a bigger wiener. But we never... Actually, uh, well, found out who was who was the winner. Yeah, cut we were, that
0: out. Yeah, we were talking, and uh, I was like, "All right, good, good talking to you. Well, good meeting you." He stood up and just whipped it right out,
1: and I was just like, <laughs> it took up the
0: whole screen. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, oh no,
1: jeez!" Winner finished the interview. Yeah,
0: if, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did some bonus content for sure.
1: <laughs> no, he's one of the smartest guys I know, and uh, he directed Killer Missionaries guy is chock full of talent which makes up for his other deficiencies
0: Mm. now he was telling me that you know it seemed like you were the primary inspiration for killer missionaries
1: everything in will's life i'm the primary inspiration okay that's what I. his wife looks like me with a wig on no she she doesn't (laughs) she's beautiful Taniel. i'm just kidding um yeah i had on my mission so i always wanted i always wanted to will will and i've made tons of movies and like short films and mm. farted around just in his making like digital uh, shorts, kind of mm. like Lonely Island, you know, mm. But we are like, you know, we stopped doing that. He worked in the camera department and I went on to, uh, book some acting gigs and mm. start an acting career. So we felt much more comfortable, uh, making like a professional movie. So we, we actually made one before killer missionaries that we're still editing, but then we decided, okay, we got a what's a good idea? And I, and I was like, I always had this idea of a shot of a Mormon missionary covered in blood. Mm-hmm. I just have that, I, like, what's the story about that? Let's, let's brainstorm. And I remember on my mission, this guy, I think it was elder Wilkerson is his name. It's finally come to me, was knocking doors in the, in the university district of Seattle. Um, and his companion was a guy who was, he used to be like a punk rocker. So he was streetwise. wise. And, mm-hmm. and, wise to the world. But Elder Wilkinson was, could not be more naive. Like, mm. "Hi hey there elders, my name's Elder Wilkinson. I'm just happy to be here. Couldn't be more happy to be here. So th- some kids let him in and were like, Hey, you guys want some brownies? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the, the wise guy was like, no, thanks. And Elder mm. Wilkinson's like, sure. <laughs> and he's like, oh no. And then he goes, so how's, we're good. Can I have another one? And he eats another one. <laughs> Long story short, he ends up in the hospital tripping out just like he thought he was, couldn't he's like i can't breathe i thought i was gonna die <laughs> and i think there's one time our mission president was named president hinckley
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, right? it was like the prophets at the time's cousin mm-hmm. so they're like who's your emergency contact he goes president hinckley and the woman's like oh is it it's not that president Hinckley? you idiot <laughs> oh wow she actually was aware of the prophet Hinckley. she was aware yeah oh, wow. yeah so I took that story. Said, "What if a Mormon missionary did drugs and then killed someone?" And that's not what Killer missionaries mm-hmm. is like. But that started the ball rolling to the final product we have today that I'm very mm-hmm. proud of.
0: Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, like I said, we can kind of talk about the whole plot. You know, they they should they should have clicked the link and seen it and you know enjoyed yeah. it like we have. Um, but I was actually talking to Will um, recently off air. And I was curious, like, in his head, uh, do they get away with it, with the murder and the Good arson? Question. And what I'm do curious, you think? I'm, I want to hear yours, too, but I, I actually think they do get away with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that because it seemed like it was a smaller town, and probably since they were double-dipping with the, the J-dubs, the <laughs> J-dubs would have had more of a connection to the man that they killed and maybe yeah. small town investigators would be like, oh, <laughs> this was a weird murder, suicide. Like,
1: Now, on your mission, was there like a competition with Jehovah's Witnesses? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They would harass us sometimes. Yeah.
0: But, okay. Yeah, because, of, <laughs> oh, we're prayer warriors and all this. And it's like, okay. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what I mean? But
1: I remember us having a bonfire in our backyard of the apartment with like uh, watchtowers. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is. Not unusual to have Jehovah's Witnesses be a competition, which is Mm -hmm. a central part of our our film. Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying this is what happens. If there's a sequel, this certainly isn't uh, what happened. But Mm -hmm. I do think they get away with it. And what I think is interesting about that is, so obviously there's some murder. They kill some people Mm -hmm. in this sort. Not on purpose. You'll see. It's it's so cleverly done that Mm -hmm. you have to watch it to believe that people could come up with such a clever way to commit murder but Mm -hmm. um i think they get away with it i think they go on to get married in the temple Mm -hmm. and i think they have children and i think they carry this dark dark secret oh yeah their whole lives to the grave and they never tell anyone and that weighs on them Mm -hmm. while they may say wonderful flowery things outwardly inside they're like sepulchers as jesus said Mm Outside, they look beautiful. They have the house. They have the kids. Everything looks wonderful. But inside, there's rotting bones because they have this dark secret of murder. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's uncommon in the Mormon community. Not necessarily murder, but dark secrets that they don't tell anyone sitting inside of them.
0: Exactly. That's what we were kind of talking about. Like whether, and I mean, I think we've all seen that play out. Like someone who knew maybe they were LGBT or what have you their whole lives. Very common. And then they go on to, you know the marriages, the children, mm-hmm. and, and often, you know, to negative results, you know, it doesn't really work out. Like I, I saw that when I lived in Salt Lake and it always was just really devastating to me. Like uh, you could have just been yourself, you Yeah. Know? not only would you Absolutely. have been so hurt that people around you wouldn't have had, you know, that damage done. Um, but that is the thing I really enjoyed about Killer Missionaries, whether it was planned or not, which I I think it was, you know, it is this, really great allegory for a lot of the Mormon experience.
1: I agree completely. I agree completely. And you know, with, with the LGBT thing, um, I like a lot of ex Mormons. I I'm not that bitter about it. i am actually quite grateful for a lot of the experiences, but thank goodness I'm not gay Mm -hmm. in the sense that I would imagine if they, because there's a innately homophobic element of Mormonism that is undeniable which, you know, results in tragedy, like the uh, suicide rate in Utah for LGBTQ youth is mm-hmm. out of this world. And why, why, why this is, why is this going on because of some weird religious dogma? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that. That's a part of killer missionaries. You, I mean, I've seen these people that are clearly that, you know, the church says, oh, you can be gay and Mormon. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, really? How? Well, you can't act on it. Oh, I see. I see. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be wearing short shorts, going down the the street, having a good time. Then one second you go and have a wife and you're not supposed to It's just stupid. Mm -hmm. And it's evil. I think it's absolutely evil. How they treat the LGBTQ people. Yeah. And, you know, there's
0: a, a hierarchy and a classism within the church as well. You know, whether people like it or not, like, um, converts are kind of looked down on a lot of the time compared oh, to yeah. like pioneer stock or whatever. Unless they have money, Yeah, rich, like, rich yeah, converts rich are looked yeah. up to.
1: I know. Cause I converted rich people and they were treated like gold. Mm. You if you convert someone without money, then, then they're looked down upon, Oh yeah, exactly. You know, very like corporate <laughs> operation. Yeah, corporate. Corporate. I, mm-hmm. And you know, I the just, board of directors sits on the, in the front when you bear your testimony and have mm-hmm. meetings, like. It's, it feels more like a board meeting than (laughs) speaking to to, the habit.
0: And I don't know. I just refuse to believe that as well. Like, um, you know, if you're an LGBT member, especially openly, you're not going to be treated the same,
1: not even close, Not no way. Everyone, everyone will be talking about you behind your back. Mm. You can say that doesn't happen. I know it happens. I've talked to bishops who tell me things, you know, it, it you'll be treated very differently they'll mm. talk about you yeah and they'll be condescending like yes look at them trying oh, yeah. you know they'll say things like mm. that that are just kind of yucky yeah
0: and and that's gonna weigh on you you know on your psyche yeah. all of those things clearly you know that's
1: why i say you know thank god thank not thank goodness i'm not gay if i was gay yeah. whatever mm. but i think growing up mormon and being gay would there would be some I, I don't know you know yeah. but i would imagine there is some some trauma that that oh. i'm privileged not to to have to endure Oh yeah oh yeah you know, like
0: kind of switching gears over to like race since we're kind of talking about uh, the hierarchy here, you know, like I, you know, I was from uh, Northwest Florida. That's where I'm from. And so, you know, Northwest Florida. Florida, what's
1: that like Orlando?
0: No, further, couldn't be further from further it. north. Yeah, Florida's uh, a
1: weird state. Yeah, so
0: Florida, it's like this little gun shape. I'm from the very tip here, by like Alabama. From the
1: tip of the Florida looks like a wiener. Just yeah. say it. And I'm it's right like, from the, no, I'm the. on the second tip of it. wiener reference yeah. I've made in this podcast. I think that's enough.
0: I mean, if you wanna come out right now, we'll we will love you and accept you, Kyle.
1: I know. I I know you would, but um, I, can, I can look in your eyes and oh, know oh, you oh, are. Oh, yeah, you are a good man.
0: But, um, you know, before I went on my mission, like, I would go out with the elders and stuff a lot, and I would help them teach. And, you know, there was this uh, a black woman and her daughter who, it, they did end up, you know, joining the church, and they left pretty soon after, like most converts do. But um, we were all kind of standing in the, the foyer or whatever one day, however you say that word, and uh, a woman. Is it
1: foyer or foyer? It might be,
0: it might be foyer. I don't know. Someone let me know, please oh, yeah. let us, let us know on Instagram or message me. But we were, uh, we were standing out there and the woman who she had just I had a get all lead.
1: these DMs, for oh, yeah.
0: Please. I would love it. You know, I don't want to make myself look like a fool again in the future, you know, but, um, we're standing out there. She had this newborn baby, this woman, and the woman who joined the church her name was Tressa. She went to, you know, go touch the baby and the woman just jerked the baby away from her. Wouldn't let her touch it and stormed off into sacrament.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, and you're just gosh. like, oh, okay, there's not a race issue kind of going on here. And then you oh. later do find out I mean, it's, it's extremely built into the absolutely. church and doctrinal.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. And I've heard, I, I couldn't separate it because these people were so good, such nice, nice, wonderful people, but some of the ra- the racial things they would say. We're absolutely ab- abhorrent, like what the bad guys say, not the good mm. guys. I remember growing up in a teacher telling me, telling the class, um, Michael Jackson turned white because he started to do good. And oh. he used to be black, yeah. And he turned white because he started to do good. And you think that's crazy. But then if you know anything about the Book of Mormon, you know, oh, that's where mm-hmm. he got it yeah. from the Book of Mormon itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which is insane to say things like that for so many reasons. It's just a horrible, awful, awful thing to say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's not uncommon in Mormonism to say those things. And, and, and But they say it with a smile, like, isn't it wonderful that yep. Michael Jackson turned mm-hmm. white? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, even as a little kid, I remember thinking like, I don't know about that, brother. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it really is crazy. And, you know, not to harp against the church too much. Like you said, you know, we don't really have yeah this.
1: we're harping a lot yeah we, don't <laughs> we have... just talked about before bitter. <laughs> <laughs> here we are like those, <laughs> those
0: yeah you know but we're, we're not bitter but uh
1: i know. mean listen every religion has weird things absolutely you know we just have a we're just very we're experts on the mormonism mm. part of it because we grew up with this mm-hmm. a lot of it
0: mm-hmm. and yeah, you know and it you know it's it's anecdotes it is what it is but you know growing up in a small town in uh in Canada, do you, you call them towns in Canada? Yeah. Were
1: they the villages?
0: Did they call them towns in Canada? Are <laughs> villages? Of course,
1: they're towns. Of course, they're in towns. Province,
0: province, In your province, growing up <laughs> in uh,
1: Canada. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I love, I love Americans. They're so proud of their ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, um, what do y'all
0: call? What do, you, what do you call where you, uh, your uh, hometown?
1: <laughs> yes, it's a province. That's what we call it. We're different. I know.
0: Um, um but growing up did you in alike? those
1: in small town i bet you it's not unlike florida where the missionaries are a big part of everyone's mm-hmm. life more so than in utah like oh yeah but i lived i lived in for five years and so no i didn't know the missionaries they didn't, didn't mean anything to me. mm-hmm. growing up in uh it's, it was called beaverton the town i grew up in mm-hmm. uh uh-huh. um they were i like that's how i became such good friends with will mm-hmm. i'd go knock doors with them as a 16 year old and uh, it's just, you're, you're very close knit, you know, mm-hmm. like if you're not Mormon, like there's no, if, like in, in a big Mormon community, you can, you have to pretend to be Mormon and not be Mormon. There's more pressure for that. Mm-hmm. But in this community, it's just, if you're not Mormon, you're not Mormon. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: unless you're trying to keep your family happy, which is a big part, which is why most of us yep. for a while, um, but it's, it is very different. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Like I said, it it almost made it more the fact that utah and the apostles everybody were so far away Mm. it made it seem more like it felt more real in a weird way and as i said the closer i got to utah and i got to meet general authorities and around a lot of members the less the more i realized oh this is not what it is Mm -hmm. yeah
0: exactly i was a very similar experience to myself but um Growing up, like, did you always want to go on a mission or was you know hanging out with the will? No, I was a basketball, the I just to the basketball.
1: but mm-hmm. my parents were converts, and uh, there's a, a, a couple members who were I still am close with today, mentors. And you know, as you know, growing up, there's this a, a man must serve an honorable mission mm-hmm. mantra, even as you're a kid. I hope they call me on a mission, mm-hmm. bow, bow, you know so i think that just got to me and mm-hmm. you know the second i was like i'll i'll, I'll do it it was kind of like when i was 18 and a half i decided i'd do it and seeing how happy that made everybody it was like all right mm-hmm. you know and then when, ironically when i was out you now i busted my ass i worked my i worked my tail off mm-hmm. i knocked 40 hours a week at least every week God. and one week i did a, over 100 hours to try to break the mission record oh. because i thought well i'm out here it took me a while to get this rhythm going and i found that the elders there's elders who were all talk but wouldn't wouldn't go out and do the work which is funny now that i'm not mormon to care about mm-hmm. <laughs> that but it still bothers me uh you know and i almost i almost tried to come home a couple times but when i was finally committed it's like all right i'm staying out here and i'm yeah. going to do it i worked my tail off it being a missionary
0: when you were doing over hundred hours was your companion on board for that or did he kind of resent yeah you?
1: so one time so one i can't remember there there's two different times i mean i've been home for like 15 years so but we did 80 hours one week and i think that was so i made a deal with the zone leader that we would get uh watch saturday's warrior in zone mm-hmm. meeting because <laughs> you know when you're a missionary watching a movie like that is like an orgasm it's yeah. <laughs> just oh, like. Yeah. Uh, I was like, all right, I was like, who watched Saturdays where he's like, no, it's unapproved. I was mm-hmm. like, how about this? We'll track 80 hours. If we tracked 80 hours, what about then? And we were very competitive and like, we kept track of tracking hours with other zones. Mm-hmm. And he knew that would put us higher and probably make them look good to president. As you know, that's important for oh, missionaries yeah. campaigning. Like, so we just put the backpacks on bump, 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 brought our lunch with us. Didn't take a lunch it on P day, tracking on P day, like meant you were the best elder ever skipping your P day to track. And mm. you know, as any missionary knows, skipping P day is uh, like that takes yeah, all. Yeah, no way. And then I think my, oh yes. My last week of my mission, I said, I'm going to leave setting the mission record. Mm. And my zone leader at the time who's a guy I didn't get along with told me I wasn't allowed to do it because I had to, in order to do it, I had to skip zone meeting and mm. I said, the last week. It was just funny to like to get in trouble for tracting. Yeah. <laughs> he was just an ego guy. Um, mm. but yeah, I tracked a hundred hours. And let me tell you, man, tracting a hundred hours is no joke. That's yeah. a, a lot of work in one week. Was it successful?
0: <laughs> like...
1: I had a baptism just before I left. Oh I never had a baptism in tracting, but whenever I would this is in hindsight, it's it seems crazy, but when, if I would Every time I tracked it a lot, I'd get, mm. we'd get baptisms. Oh, yeah. And in Seattle, they would baptize like two, two people a mission, I think was the average. And mm. I think I baptized like 30 or 40, probably because I was a fast talking rascal. Oh, wow. But at the time I thought it was because I was knocking doors so yeah. much. Yeah.
0: Even in uh, Africa, I don't, it was over 20, but yeah, for a, for a stateside mission, that's really impressive.
1: 30, 30, in, like, 30 people. And like a wealthy area. Yeah. But you know, you know what my secret was? I'm gonna tell you my secret sauce. If there's missionaries, listen, you're going to baptize a lot now. I found most elders when it came to asking to be baptized, mm. it was like asking a girl out. They got mm. scared about oh, it. Oh yeah. They'd be like they beat around the bush. Mm. You know, maybe if you could do that. Maybe. And I was bold. I said we're gonna go we're gonna take this list of potential converts and we're gonna go and ask them just to be baptized. Mm. Anyone who's taking the discussion, we're going over there and we're asking them to be baptized. Mm. So we did that. And most people were like, no, yeah. it was playing the door, but I didn't care. Next one. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. We got this. And then that got me just saying boldly, oh, that's awesome. You want to be back? Will you be baptized? Yeah. You know, will you questions? Mm-hmm. Will you be baptized? Oh, I can't. I smoke. If we get you to quit smoking, will you be baptized? Yes. And mm-hmm. then it was just like, all right, we got you to quit smoking. Now you have to be baptized. Damn. You- that was my secret. Very simple. Just ask him. Mm-hmm.
0: And so you must get a lot of dates now. You must be very well. Successful. I have a girlfriend, right there.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Mage. Come here, no. doesn't want to be on. Yeah, that's that's fair, that's fair, but uh, that's how I got her. I said, Will you be my girlfriend? She said, No, <laughs> <We get baptized. laughs> yeah. she'd rather be baptized than be yeah. my girlfriend. Oh man, um,
0: um coming up in, in Canada, did most people get called to other areas of Canada or were stateside missions kind of more the norm? Well,
1: so I was in a branch um, and, no, and no, people didn't go on missions for like many, many years in our branch. They didn't have anybody, but then there was like a couple people my age
0: mm-hmm.
1: at that time when, so one guy, this is funny, was supposed to go to San Jose, but he had a criminal record. So he could, but he repented for oh, it. Okay. So he couldn't cross yeah. the border, but the repenting didn't work for the, Homeland security. <laughs> so they changed his mission. And let him go to Vancouver
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I am right now. Cause I'm from the Eastern Canada, mm-hmm. which is, it's funny now because him and I are not friends anymore because he is a Trump supporter. And I, I'm a, I don't, I can't stand Donald Trump.
0: A Canadian so I made Trump,
1: Trump supporter. I made like, he's a Trump supporter, which we can get to that in a minute, yeah. but there's the only Trump supporters I know are Mormons which is weird yeah so we got it he we unfriended each other and everything because he's a trump guy Mm. the other guy went to calgary uh and i went to seattle and a girl went to san jose or no or san diego one of the sands Mm -hmm. but yeah people where i'm from it's like the apostles didn't trust like recent convert people or children of converts to go abroad Mm -hmm. wow
0: now you did mention um you were wanting to come home a couple times initially. Was it oh, yeah. just because of you know I'd
1: rather play basketball, or what was really going on there? I mean, a million things, but it was only when I first got out there. My first, my trainer was a was a dork. I couldn't. <laughs> <think>. <laughs> Elder Thurgood, if you're listening, fuck you. Ooh, shots <laughs> fired. Um, I'm just trying to. I mean, it's a while ago. I'm dusting off the memories, mm. but. I remember calling my dad and being like, Dad, I'm I, I miserable out here. I, I don't want to do this anymore. And he said, Okay, mm. great. Um, talking to the Mission President about it. So I think I want to go home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Okay. Okay, just give it another couple of weeks. Stay present. Everyone calling me, say present, like mm-hmm. just give it some time. You'll you'll get it. You'll get it. And then, oh yes, yeah, so I remember why I just as I wanted to go home this guy, there was a guy in the ward I was in, who was the president of Boeing, actually the president of McDonald Douglas, which Boeing bought okay, later, but yeah. president of a big airplane company. And he'd been going with his family is Mormon, but he wasn't interested for like several years. I don't remember how many mm-hmm. years. And just as I was about to go, he agreed to be baptized. So everyone was telling me like, it's a sign that I need to stay. Cause this mm-hmm. guy who never uh, was interested, agreed to be baptized. So that was one of the factors of why I stayed. And then in, in reality, as I, as I analyze it, I think I just got used to like, it's a shock to the system to, Mm -hmm. you know, wake up at six, study for three hours, knock on doors, get yelled at, get, I mean, I was, my first area I was shot at. You know, I was hit with slurpees all the time. Like oh. it, it was sucked. <laughs> wow. uh, my my sucked. But then my second area, six weeks later, I started to get used to it. You know, you adjust to it. I had a really cool companion that I'm still friends with, Elder mm-hmm. Smith, who's not Mormon either anymore, but a badass dude. He's a he's a legend. Uh, whiskey drinking guy, mm-hmm. teacher. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, and I think that's I got used to it, and we baptized the president of Boeing. <laughs> wow.
0: That that is impressive. Yeah,
1: out of the yeah. out of the
0: thirty, was that your your best catch?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, most of them were like barely accountable. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Inside joke. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was worse, the the
1: bullets or the slurpees? The slurpee. The slurpee. It's so humiliating. Yeah. Because we were on the top of a giant hill, and I was with Elder. Uh, uh, I should know his name. I'm friends with him still. Oh, I can't remember. He was his own leader. He's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Great guy. I still friends with those, a dentist in Idaho <laughs> and we're walking down this big and all of a sudden, boom. And we hear like, fuck you. Uh... <laughs> like As they drive down the hill and it was wet and it hurt and he's laughing at me. So I don't walk down. This, I have a picture of it. Uh, Please I'll send, send you it to the me. Yeah. Where I'm pissed and he's pointing and laughing. We walk down the hill with a cold back. And him laughing at me the whole time whereas yeah. the gun i just had to run and <laughs> that was the end of it
0: man that's the one thing uh i am grateful for um, having served in africa they just respected the badge you know it's a very religious christian yeah. culture so we hardly yeah. any, so any cool harassment was either from like you know other denominations like pastors and stuff like you guys are a cold the book of mammon blah blah blah. they called it the book of mammon that's a cult textbook and all this stuff um but you see our yeah. average Ghanaian couldn't have been nicer even if they wanted nothing to do with the church you know yeah come in have a meal whatever yeah so man catching catching
1: No, I'm I'm like that though I like uh, in in the rougher areas I would serve like the the gangbangers and everything mm. that the drug they were always really nice to us like the mm. the tough guys were always nice to us I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm nice to missionaries. No, well, I got to yeah. mean to people, you know, like this is a human. Mm-hmm. I still, if I see the missionaries, would like to take him out for lunch. Mm-hmm. When I wasn't Mormon and around them more, I'd take him out for lunch, man. Like, I'm like, listen, I know mm-hmm. what you're doing is hard. Let me yeah. grab you some, <laughs> grab a subway Let at least. Something, exactly. Yeah. So I, res- I respect the badge.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just being a decent human being, you know, like I'll, I'll see them around my neighborhood sometimes, but – I don't really. They don't know what they're. Doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really I say anything just because I I just don't really want to start the conversation most of the time. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. could be very zealous yeah. or whatever. So it's just like I just don't even want to.
1: I love it. I just let them go. Path, you know. Go ahead, guys. Tell me what you got.
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, I will. Often I would greet and stuff um, before, but it's just like uh, I, I really don't want to go down that road. But um, yeah, it's.
1: I mean, you have to be prepared to be like, I'm yeah. not interested, in a, mm, and that stuff.
0: Yeah, and really you know, stick to your guns and your boundaries. But yeah. um, When you got home about how long until you started to drift outside of the the church?
1: So I got home and none of my friends are Mormon. Like there's people Mm. that like those people I mentioned that went on missions. I was kind of friends with them, but Mm. you know, I had friends from, from playing sports and from school. So they were always trying to get me to drink and, mm-hmm. and have, like, cause they were all in college, which yeah. is like very different than high school. I left in high school and came back. Everyone was in college, college in Canada too. Is a, quite a, mm. well, it's a party thing. Yeah. And I resisted as long as I possibly could, but I would say maybe six months. I remember just hanging out. Cause I, I had to go hang out with people, mm. you know, to go to church dances, which is the yeah. thing was an hour drive to Toronto and they're kind of lame. Yeah. <laughs> So I still want to hang out with my friends. I hang out with my friends, but I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't drink. Everyone's having the best time ever because they're like newly getting, drinking and partying. Mm-hmm. And I just have to go home early and it sucked. And uh, I remember one time, I think it was my friend, Daryl Westcott gave me a beer and I was just like, oh, fuck it. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and down the beer. Like, all right, let's do this. And I haven't looked back since, oh. but I still would go to church and stuff mm-hmm. and everything, but I would, drink and yeah. uh date girls
0: mm. you were doing the, <laughs> the you doing the jack mormon thing i was a jack mormon a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't really anything like uh, doctrinal or like a matter of history it that you came across. Wasn't
1: doctrinal. it was more uh social mm-hmm. i didn't i think i was burnt out from my mission i didn't mm-hmm. the doctrinal stuff took took secondary at the time you know i, mm-hmm. I wanted I felt like I missed out on uh, a lot of stuff when I got home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, my friends went to college, and I wanted to play college basketball. So I was training really hard when I got back to to be able to play basketball. So Mm -hmm. my life until my first year of college was just trying to be good enough to get a scholarship.
0: Mm -hmm. But you actually came down to the States for college, right?
1: Yeah. My first year, I played Colorado Northwestern. Nice, 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 Got a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. (laughs) but. yeah. But uh, unconventional path, because I was a freshman at 22. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone else are seniors. That's a whole senior Mm thing. Yeah,
0: that was a big um, influence for why I went out to Utah for school, just because I felt kind of shy. Did you like him? No, I I went to the University of Utah um, in Salt Lake City. The Utes? The Utes, yeah. Did they do that? Yeah, well, it's actually uh, like this. Yeah. That's Texas. Yeah, yeah. That. I think that's a Texas thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little little box with yeah. your fingers. The guy I
1: played against played for them. His name's Tyler kepke mm-hmm. Played on their team. He played for Team Canada as well. Yeah. He's a home player.
0: Yeah, my my best friend at the time uh went out to BYU like maybe 2 or 3 months <laughs> after I got home. Um and he like dropped out after like yeah two months or something so I I was gonna
1: play for BYU Hawaii Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: but I can't remember why I didn't to be honest with you but I wanted to go to a BYU school and then after I was playing I wanted to finish up at BYU but I told the truth to the bishop Mm. and I wasn't allowed to go for like a year or something and by and a year later I was over it Mm-hmm. but and then i came to find out all my friends who went to byu just lied to their bishop
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and i thought i'm such a schmuck yep why did i tell them the truth i should have just lied for right. good tuition
0: mm-hmm. damn but eh, i don't know that low tuition for this the hell's hellish stories that i hear from byu with all the honor yeah. card
1: stuff like I don't know if it's really worth it. A lot of my friends went to the BYU film school, and mm. I can't imagine a BYU film school. Yeah. Like, is it, is it the easiest? But apparently they allowed them to do some kind of challenging yeah. things. And I think that was the one, like, hippie part of BYU yeah. that kind of let them be mm. weird. Um, but it's still weird. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, BYU yeah. is weird. Oh. And where most of the tithing goes.
0: Oh, Directly into BYU? Drop drop some truth bombs on does. us. Will
1: told me that. I haven't actually researched it, so yeah. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> but I found that when Will, the guy who was on a week ago, says something, you're like, that can't be true. And mm. then you Google it, like, holy shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: what he's talking about. Yeah. He had a fun, like, Indiana Jones kind of style hat on the whole time we were talking. So I was like, I this guy, you. everything he's saying is 100% fact. I, I just know that intuitively. <laughs> You know, any guy that looks like an archaeologist or something, I'm like, you know, I can be easily easily swayed. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he's and, and, the best director I've ever worked for, by the way. Very talented guy.
0: Now, his path out of the church seemed a pretty more a lot more traumatic.
1: Just with uh, yeah, just well, police, I was with, police, hanging out with some yeah. drinking and stuff, and he was still Mormon, I guess. But like, I knew he was. uh Inside, he was waning on it, but he never mm. drank or anything with me. He would always mm. kind of stick to his gun. So I I remember when I first drank with him, I was really, really happy that he <laughs> was drinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, yes, my friend, my best friend is, I can hang out with my best friend, like in a, mm-hmm. in a fun way. Yeah.
0: I'm sure you guys have a tighter bond because of that. Yeah. I, I mean, we're pretty so. tight.
1: Mm-hmm. We're pretty tight, but I mean, yeah, for sure. You know, like, his, you know we got
0: a lot of stuff. What's that? I said you know his nickname, so I imagine you guys are pretty tight. B.D. D. Will. D. D. Will. After uh, that first <laughs> night of drinking or something, it maybe it came up. But
1: um, I can't believe I opened the podcast with that. Yeah, he story. came I out
0: real hard. Yeah, no, no pun intended on on that one. But
1: um, <laughs> Will's gonna kill me. Yeah. But
0: uh, he uh, he did mention that um, in a way, making killer missionaries was kind of like a a love letter you know to ex-mormonism and and his journey
1: out of yeah. the, the church um, well, we we've kind seen of... It. it's not offensive it's no. not anti-mormon no. by any means no. No, no, no. Uh, you know, like we talked about a bit i i have mixed feelings about the 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 people who leave and seem obsessed with attacking it nonstop, and they have all these really really mm. bitter feelings i think that I don't know, like if you fully analyze it, there's a lot to be grateful for because there, a lot of love and, and good values are taught there. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people don't have in their lives and, and the focus on family and all that, but there is some obviously problems with it, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, we, we've talked about this on a lot of episodes, but you do have to heal. Um, and then, and, yeah. and, and that's a part of it, you know, just kind of letting go. is It's a part of healing. Um, and, you know, we were talking about him making this film and, you know, could that have been a part of the process of healing? Um, yeah. Yeah, and no, he, he felt that way. Did you feel that way at all? Was that kind of like a final,
1: you know, what? I, you know, I am definitely okay I've, with this. I've said goodbye to it longer than him. So mm. no, for me, no. It's, it's been ridiculous for a while yeah. <laughs> for me. Um, but, I can see why he feels that way uh i what was my goodbye to the church my final goodbye you know what it was it was talking to a good friend of mine who just left carlos de la paz mm. and he just laid it out to me in such a way that i couldn't deny what he was saying mm-hmm. and now that i'm on the other side of it it's almost like you know mormons always have this they feel like they have the truth right so they're able to walk around with a clear heart mm-hmm. at the strength of 10 men. Cause their heart is pure yeah. is an actual saying. I feel that way mm-hmm. because I am living. I tell, I tell this to Mormons all the time. Nothing in me. I, I am living 1000% as I feel it to be true. I feel Mormonism is not true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I bear testimony that I do not believe Joseph Smith saw God, the father and Jesus Christ in the garden of Eden. And or in the Garden of Eden, in, in the uh, where's the where's the where's the forest? He saw it. This says a grove, but I think it was a grove in Palmyra. Sacred grove. The sacred. Yeah. Oh,
0: Okay, yeah. I thought you were looking for like
1: a. No, no, that's yeah. all I wanted. Yeah, the Glenfield Glynn Grove or something. Yeah, yeah. Sacred grove. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Wow. So knowing I'm living the best I can, and let's say, like I told my mom this the other day, who's also recently stopped being Mormon at 70 years old, mm-hmm. stopping tithing and everything. I said. It's possible Mormonism is true, but I would give it like, there's more odds I could jump off Mount Everest and survive. Mm -hmm. It's like a 0.000 to the a million power 1% Mm -hmm. chance. It's true, but it might be true. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's not. I'm Mm -hmm. saying it's very, very unlikely. And there's freedom in that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: In living according to your truth. And then I change what I think is true all the time because I get more information. I learn Mm -hmm. more and then I change it. Mm -hmm. There's more. When you're Mormon, you're stuck with having to believe this old dogma and defending it. Like, I can remember defending, you know, their policy on gay, gay, on LGBT stuff and defending their policy on, on, uh, you know, people of color and defending all these horrific things because I'm Mormon and I have to, mm-hmm. but I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. And it's freeing. Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and then we were kind of talking about, um, like Will and I, you know, it's always going to be a part of you. Like, you can't fully escape it. Like, you know, like yeah. as a, an artist, you know, as a director, like, you know, those are his experiences and those are going to trickle out into the things that he produces. Um, yeah. But you can still have it be a part of you without it weighing you down in
1: a negative way. You find that you, like, if someone's on TV and you know they're Mormon, you're like, oh, he's Mormon. Like, there's...
0: Definitely. Like, uh, you know, my girlfriend's not Mormon. It's never been Mormon, but you know, um, it's kind of like there's this six degrees of separation of Mormonism. Yeah. Like you, like, it, it, it pops up everywhere. Yeah, Like even, yeah, like, yeah.
1: like you can't really get away from like, it. I think there's a wave of people like you and I, and a lot of people I know of people leaving the church, like there's never oh, yeah. been before. And I think it's because of the internet is a mm. big reason. Um, and just like social media and how information is so readily available and connected. And so we're all dealing with it different ways. Mm. Like I think inside in a weird way, like maybe we'll defend it from an old (laughs) habit. Mm. And then you're like, wait a second, what am I doing? (laughs) You know, like I have this weird affinity for Mitt Romney. And I think it's because I think he's like the stake president. (laughs) Mm. And it's like, why do I think he's so cool? He's not that cool. No one else thinks he's cool. (laughs) Um, And I think it's the Mormon thing. Like there's this ingrained i can call out the bias but i have it you know like Mm -hmm. i just i don't i think we all have that manifest in different weird ways that we'll have forever oh yeah oh yeah and then i definitely i can
0: see the other side um where it's like you could if you are a person who does feel the need like to really antagonize the church um it can be annoying hearing people talk about like you just gotta let it go
1: just let just let it go yeah i do want to be clear on that i hope i'm not um minimizing their trauma because Mm -hmm. i'm just saying for me i don't want to spend too much time i i think it's nice to let it go for me it's worked for Mm -hmm. me but you know i don't have a problem there's a guy i know who just is always listing the things the church uh like church history stuff Mm -hmm. and i think it's just doing what they do they're always bombarding us with missionary work Mm -hmm. So he's doing his missionary <laughs> work yeah. in a weird way. No, I, More power to him. I uh, I align
0: with you. Like, you know, I, I went through that phase of being jaded and bitter. You know what I mean? And, and getting out of Utah really helped me. I always recommend that. If you have the means, by all means, yeah. go yeah. somewhere where people don't know anything about Mormonism. But, um, but the housing it... prices are so affordable. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's beautiful there, too. I mean the the housing is getting expensive,
1: um, in is Sa- it? out in Salt Lake at least? Where I was like, Ugh. I thought I actually thought I like Utah. <laughs> I like Utah because if you don't care about Mormonism, mm-hmm. if you're over it, if you're well enough yeah. over it that it's not traumatic, you know, it's beautiful. Oh oh yeah, there's a lot of upside. I, I, I like St. George. That's my favorite part of Utah. I've, I've, oh, yeah, I like the red sandstone Same. and. Like the arches and all that stuff. Very, very God's country. But okay. you have to deal with some hillbilly Mormons. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. But the red rocks and Moab, all those places are so gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Although the beer sucks.
0: The Moab Brewery, or just in Utah? Oh, is there a Moab general. Brewery? I'm pretty sure there's a Moab Brewery. I've
1: never, I've never heard of it, but it sounds awesome. I
0: could. Oh, I wish it we
1: should have Zion's Brewery. Right now, let's do it. We'll have a Kolob Kolsch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get a, we'll get
0: a kickstarter going uh, tonight.
1: And Just take all go. the Mormon doctrine and start beers with it. That yeah. would be incredible. They, they this is a, a dark alohem lager. Oh. Um, in order to open it, you have to say, what is wanted?
0: <laughs> they do have uh, like polygamy porters and stuff down there.
1: Oh, that's true. They mm. have like a Porter Rockwell yeah, whiskey, I think. They have a
0: whiskey. They have a gin that's like. What was it, B Young B Morris Young or something? He was a. Uh,
1: I think Will Drake like, like, like a drag, drag,
0: drag podcast, queen. Yeah, the mm-hmm. yeah. They have a lot of themes out there, but ours would be a little different
1: and a little yeah. better. it'll be a little better. I think ours would be doctrinally sound. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. This is blood atonement <laughs> citrus <laughs> lager. lager.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on board with this for sure.
1: But the it's it's uh, verbal contract binding.
0: But yeah, no, I mean, there is a piece, you know, kind of about, if you can, and obviously it's, a, everyone's on a different timetable, but you know, you have been out for more years than I have, I've been out, this is my seventh year, you know, when you can reach yeah. a point where you forget about the sacred grove, yeah, I think that's a good position to be in, I, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I absolutely, but that being said, I'm not by any means... Uh, spiritually agnostic mm. i found great comfort in meditation yeah uh you know people like prayer because it accomplishes the same thing as meditation it's very mm. healthy
0: yeah
1: i found you got to find a community absolutely because having that word is key to, and that's not mormonism that's humanism mm. finding a nice community so the, some of the ideas of mormonism you can still incorporate i still incorporate a lot of it in my life that oh, yeah. helped you get over it and then mm. For me not having hard feelings towards anything mm-hmm. is a good thing. I and for me I also remember like as traumatic as it is as far as on the trauma scale for this is how I think I'm not mm-hmm. speaking for anyone. I got out pretty lucky. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that have been through a lot worse. Oh yeah. You know. So remember that for me helps me to to just be like it is what it is, you know. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, um,
0: you have to embrace all aspects of yourself, like, you know, where you came from, because it's, it's going to definitely be an influence on where you're going. Um, yeah. So I definitely, I, I wouldn't, especially if you're like from a family that goes back seven generations in
1: the church well, or something. I, I got to say, I'm very, very lucky because I don't have that, the pressure that these people have mm-hmm. if they, like, and I know how pe- how Mormons talk about people who leave. Yeah. They think it must be because of some moral mm. failing. Like he he must be horribly addicted to pornography or something mm. weird. You know, it's never like they just realize it's baloney. Mm. And I have a belief too, that every single Mormon top to bottom knows deep, deep down that it's malarkey. You think so? That's what I think. And I tell mm-hmm. that to them. I go, listen, it's just me and you. All right. Mm. Forget, for, let's go. To shit. You know, come on, come, come on. Man. Yeah. <laughs> And a and lot of, I swear, more than not, they go, Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. too far in. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where
0: a lot of the cognitive dissonance comes from. You know, yeah. just like knowing that your beliefs are kind of on a thin precipice or something like that. You know what I mean? You're always on the edge of teetering off. So yeah. you have to combat anything that you could pursue. I recently
1: taught anti- my mother to stop being Mormon, and mm. she's the one who made our family be Mormon. Mm. And I said, Listen, Go if you want. Help people through the through the really society. Da da, da da Just stop giving them money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Just stop giving them money because they don't need it. And you need it more than they do. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what
1: made her flip? Uh, I, me. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> I like did. all the way. Okay. Well, not me, but like I was giving her in, in a loving way. My, I got the best parents in the world. Mm-hmm. Literally the best parents in the world. But they would have been great without Mormonism. But I I told her about. Church history, mm. Joseph Smith's polygamous past, Fanny Alger, all that stuff. Mm. Um, how the church spend their money, the racist past. And just bit by bit, she's like, you know, I know that this isn't what it is. And her bishop's talking to her now, trying to get her to come back. Mm. I get her, I sent her the CES letter. Oh. So you were doing And she's open minded. She's a teacher. She's a bright, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just like, Mom, listen, like, honestly, do you believe this? With all this information I'm giving you, you honestly believe mm-hmm. that God spoke to someone like this? Or is Joseph Smith doing what every person who has power does and oddly marries a bunch of young people? Mm-hmm. Seems to just kind of be the pattern of- Yeah. So uh, So
0: then your whole family,
1: is everybody out or is your dad? My dad still isn't out. No, mm-hmm. he's, but again, they're odd. Like they're yeah. in the sense that they're not, she converted first and then he converted a year later. Mm-hmm. And I think they just like it as an apparatus to like, like, uh, it's hard to know who needs financial help or who needs a turkey at Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, there are ways, like I I've worked at the food bank, but it's kind of, it's a hard to work there. You gotta go through a lot of administrative stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're a Mormon, it's much easier to do service. They have a million ways to do it. And my parents are service obsessed. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why they stick around. So they get that good feeling of helping people. Mm Yeah. And then, which if any, if any reason to stick around, that's, that's a hell of a it. reason. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. That's a very,
1: because it's reason. harder. It's like, yes. You can help people and donate to different causes, but there it's week after week, you know, you know yeah. who to help, you know, you're, you're helping this old woman who has no, no one else move or you're yeah. helping some guy who has no money do his roof or you're helping some guy find a job, yeah. you know? Yeah. And at
0: the, you know, you mentioned how important like finding a replacement community is. And and then at that age, it, w- it would have to be so much more difficult to just kind of start. Yeah, they're in their seventies; like yeah. they're
1: too far in. Mm, yeah. So
0: yeah, if you have that community and it's doing some positive things, I
1: like I'm still fu- tr- struggling to find because I want to find that similar, consistent community. I have a lot mm. of different communities. Oddly enough, the acting community for me has is my new church. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because we kind of like when we're up there doing different scenes and we're seeing each other do different scenes mm-hmm. at a studio that I work at it's it's like a testimony meeting you know yeah. mm-hmm. they're doing some scene that makes touches your heart you cry <laughs> it's my mm-hmm. new church
0: yeah I've had a couple of, like stand-ups and stuff on here um and they kind of say the same thing like you know I realize this I left that. I left one cult for another cult you know a comedy yeah. like, this new church for
1: comedy's me. more fun though
0: you think so Probably, then probably.
1: Church?
0: Oh, then church? I thought you meant then acting. I was like, oh,
1: no, no, well, wow. uh, no, then church. I think it's yeah. Although yeah, then some Mormons are yeah. so pretty funny when they go up there and do their testimony. Yeah, they got the the jokes going. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's always that guy, that brother who would be funny.
0: I, it was a lot more old women crying, where I came from. Oh yeah, we were just like oh, this old is... women
1: crying that you just saw be like yeah. So absolutely awful to someone five minutes earlier like this again ugh. i was always <laughs> so
0: nervous i'm sure of most missionaries i was always so like nervous to have a convert finally show up to church and it'd be a fast and testimony meeting
1: just like what are
0: they what are they gonna
1: did you guys are, did they walk around with the microphone
0: no um they uh in ghana they, had they, to go they, up.
1: they would walk right up to the podium yeah yeah but um so you know how you're like supposed to they teach you how to bear testimony as a missionary like, mm-hmm. talk about the restoration talk about jesus don't give a travel log don't mm-hmm. all the don'ts like right? don't take too long when my dad god love him bears his testimony he does every don't you're supposed uh, to do he's up there for 25 minutes mm-hmm. no one else can talk he tells you where he went this week he talks about his taxes
0: <laughs> let's get it and all now it I, I think
1: he's trolling. and now i think he's trolling think he's testimony yeah He's
0: fucking with him. Yeah, I I can't give up this this yeah. <laughs> it's like an open mic for me, man. I can't leave the church. Yeah,
1: he's testing new material. He's <laughs> getting those, those bits he's going. yeah. <laughs> he's testing new bits.
0: That's that's dope, man. But um just kind of uh we are reaching a little over an hour. Like I said, I don't want to hold you up yeah. too
1: much. And time's flown. Time
0: flies, you know, when you're reminiscing and all that kind of stuff. But um just In closing, is there any like final advice
1: that you would want to give anybody? Yes. My greatest advice is to watch Killer Missionaries. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw a link up. I don't know if we will release it. We might release it just for free on YouTube. We have a few distributors that might be distributing it. Whatever we do with it, I'm going to give it to Devin, and he's going to uh, promote it.
0: Yeah. They should have watched it after Will's episode, but I will definitely throw it up again and okay, we'll shove it in their
1: face. Cause it is good, yeah. and it's
0: a very punchy, you know, watch. It's only like
1: fifteen minutes. It's mm-hmm. just a short. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that that and well, I guess you can follow me on stuff. Uh, yeah, plug away. Uh, what's my Instagram? Mister Warren Jr. Mister Warren Jr. My Instagram is hilarious. Is that a play on like the Warren Jeffs
0: thing, or?
1: <laughs> it is now. It is now. It is now. <laughs> You know why it is? Because, so I've lived in New York and uh, Los Angeles and Vegas. And I, you know, in my little community, I've always had a reputation. Like, mm. I'm that's Kyle. Hey, Kyle. What's up, Kyle? What's up, Kyle? When I go back to my little small hometown in Beaverton, mm. I'm Mr. Warren's son. Because my yeah. dad is such a big deal there. Yeah. So I, I tell everyone, I'm Mr. Warren's son. Because he's a teacher. He's a gym teacher. there Everyone loves mm-hmm. the gym teacher. So in these other places, that people know who I am, like in my community. It's not... As a big deal at all but in my little group of friends i have i'm kyle but in beaverton ontario canada i am mr warrenson and no matter what i do if i won an oscar i'd still be mr warrenson there wait a second mr Warren's Son? oh your dad taught me in grade seven man he was awesome <laughs> and he's got
0: some killer bits at church too he gets up oh, there he and he's the- oh
1: killer old bits. man comedy down yeah. his voicemail is you have reached the sprint Voicemail of Ah oh, Jace. <laughs> he doesn't know how to work it. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> well, uh,
0: before we go, I gotta watch you chug the rest of that beer, just so hey. I know you're not a quitter in this regard. Boom, we knocked it out <sighs> like a champ. Been a pleasure. Yeah, man, I really enjoyed this. Thanks again for doing it. I'm um, gonna go out. Thanks for having me in a couple weeks um so i'll send you the links and all that and then i will be i will be following up for that slurpee picture
1: as long as i was more interested
0: than will hey man don't put me on the spot like that don't (laughs) put me on the spot like that but wink wink wink, (laughs) we know the answer (laughs) wink 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 but uh yeah man uh don't be a stranger Uh, i'll definitely follow you on your uh all your social media outlets and uh yeah hopefully talk to you soon man Thanks, brother. Alright, take it easy. Bye. Bye, Paige, as well. Uh, Alright, open right? Alright, all right, take it easy, man. Bye. Focal Point Podcast for the Focal Point
1: Cinema and Sound Company.